Welcome to episode 26 of the TCCG Roundtable. We're your hosts, Dragon Rider and Ron Mexico. How's it going today? Hey, it's going good. How about you? Going all right. Going all right. Um, I uh, probably had a little bit um, too much adult beverage last night. <laughs> Actually, not probably. I definitely did. <laughs> yep. Yep. I know um, those days. Yeah. And uh, well, yeah, I'm I'm paying for it this morning. Uh, so yeah. But you know, other than that, uh, going your to Friday rolled down a little <laughs> bit early. <laughs> oh man, uh, mistakes yeah, were made. You. Mistakes were made. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. But you know it's uh it happens sometimes, I guess, um, but yeah, I think other than that, um going all right, going all right, I'm getting pretty excited. I can't believe it's it's one week. I think we talked about well, I mean we talked about it a lot last week, right with um uh-huh. t c g con I looked at the website the other day and it was single digits for this countdown, and I was like, That's oh my right. gosh. <laughs> you're almost there one more week i can't believe it i can't believe it i i'm like excited but also at the same time i'm like wait i'm not ready (laughs) still so much to do uh panic the panic is setting in at this point uh and then i'm sure probably like thursday into friday when it's kind of actually starting to happen then then the excitement will come back but right now it's just panic that's all right. It's it's the roller coaster of panic and hype. Uh, we'll... <laughs> One moment it'll be awesome, and the next moment it'll be like, oh my god, wait, what, when, how? Yeah. <laughs> you know uh, that... No, it's going to be great. <laughs> you know that scene in Shrek, I think it was like during the wedding or something, or uh, when uh, Fiona was about to marry lord farquad uh-huh. they have like the people the little guards holding up the sign this is like applause and then like oh <laughs> you know or whatever like that's yeah. how i feel right now just tell me like hold up the sign panic okay nice. when, when when can we hold up the sign for hype like tell me how to feel <laughs> yeah give, give it a few more days bring the hype signs back that's, yeah that's right oh <laughs> uh, but there's there's some other things to be hyped about, I think. But do you have anything else going on before we start jumping in? Uh, not too much lately. Just um, looking forward to uh, some some upcoming Hearthstone events, like the you know the Heroic Brawl, and uh, there's some mini set around the corner as well, which is kind of exciting. Um, but uh, that's that's about all that I, I have on the horizon at the moment, card game wise, anyway. Nice. No, no conventions for me yet. <laughs> although, uh, TwitchCon maybe in like you know five months or so. It's it's yeah. still too far yeah. out to, to really be. It's October, like towards the end of October, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a pretty exciting one happening in Vegas. I mean, Vegas is always an interesting place to hold a convention. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, when I go to Vegas, I don't even want to go to the convention anymore i just want to go play poker <laughs> but you know it'll it'll be fun oh that's fair that's fair uh lots of good shows and stuff to go see too true all right well ron you want to take us through our term of the week for this week absolutely so term of the week 
this week we're going to talk about tutor and um it's not a, a specific like keyword that you see in Hearthstone necessarily. Uh, a lot of other card games may not specifically use this as a keyword in and of itself, but the effect is is well known to a lot of card game players. Essentially, tutoring is drawing something very specific, and it is an extremely powerful effect in card games because so often you are going to want to have one type of effect or ability, uh, a powerful card that maybe you've built your deck around, and uh, the tutor effect will specifically, the wording of whatever is on that card that is, you know, the, the tutor card, is going to state that you're essentially using this to draw a specific thing that you're looking for. Um, it's often, you know, maybe made a little bit less powerful by saying you know you can draw this type of minion or this type of spell or something like that but it enables players to build their decks in such a way that they could have only that type of minion or only that type of spell or very few total um cards in that pool of things that the tutor is going to pull from to essentially guarantee or almost guarantee that they use that to get what they want and when you have you know 30 cards in the case of hearthstone 60 cards you know in the case of magic the gathering uh anywhere in between multiple other card games it can be often pretty difficult to just draw the one good important thing that you need um but cards like this with a tutor effect are are very fun uh, to use if you are the one playing them, especially because who doesn't want to do their cool, powerful thing that they built the deck around? Man, it sure would suck if you built your whole deck around this one thing and then never did that one thing. So this is the term that I think um, kind of props up a lot of card games in a lot of ways because, hey, draw the thing. Is essentially what you could call it. Yeah, and I think uh, you know some kind of like history. Uh, the tutor and tutor effect uh, originated with Magic: The Gathering, um, and as you mentioned, it kind of has the the term as more people have played other card games. It's kind of like permeated through <laughs> other card games. So, I mean, yeah, you've heard probably like Hearthstone streamers or something say, "Okay, we're going to tutor this." Um, maybe you've heard it in other podcasts. Uh, I found the uh, one card here, Enlightened Tutor from Magic the Gathering. It was an instant spell. Search your library for an artifact or enchantment card and reveal that card to all players. Shuffle your library and put the revealed card uh, back on top of it. So as you mentioned, kind of that searching for a very specific thing. Um, Hearthstone has kind of done this uh, quite a bit, as you mentioned, uh, but... Yeah, it's. Uh, I did not know this for a while, and I was like, "What is tutoring like?" And uh, because I played Magic, but I didn't play it like at the high levels or you know anything right. like that. Uh, and then I heard people talking about it for Hearthstone. I'm like, "What? Okay, I get it. I guess you know." And, and so, but yeah, it kind of makes sense. Um, and I think as there's even more new card games coming out. Uh, 
um, and more people are kind of getting into card games as some card games become more accessible to more people uh, with the use of like online systems and even just we've talked about like Disney Lorcana, how that's probably going to attract uh, a whole new audience who might not have ever really played card games before. Um, you know, yeah, if you hear people talking about tutoring, that that's what it is. There you go. Um, very, very important and valuable thing uh, to, to have in like any card game. If you've got a card game without tutor effects, um, it probably won't be as fun. Yeah. Or, it'll, you know, it'll be fun for your opponent. Probably not very fun for you. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, maybe yeah. just don't try to make a combo deck if you have uh, no tutor effects available. Exactly. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Good one. Uh, and again, like, you know, if anybody has feedback or has certain terms or things that they'd like to hear, let us know. We'd love to, uh, Mix in some of your terms that you want to hear about. All right. Let's get into some news. We've got some news here. Uh, first of all, just some general card game news. As I've mentioned, uh, yeah, TCG Con in Denver is happening next weekend, May 20th and 21st. Uh, I will be there, so I am very excited. Um, I've already been, I reached out to some people in, uh, in the Soulforge Fusion Discord, uh, had a couple people interested in uh, doing like a little interview and chatting with me while I'm there. So excited to be recording some content uh, yep. while I'm there as well. Dragon Rider reporting live. Looking forward to it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, so yeah, very excited for that. Um, for Hearthstone, uh, patch 26.2 launched. Uh, which brought in Battleground Season 4 with tons of changes, like huge, huge changes, uh, and a whole like rollout system of adding in the minion types along uh, like a, it's like a two week kind of path. Over <laughs> over two weeks, they're adding stuff in. Uh, and then they also announced uh, an upcoming heroic Brawliseum starting May 17th. So that's next Wednesday. Uh, we are going to dive a little bit more into that for our main topic, so uh, we're not going to really touch on that anymore here. Uh, moving into Flesh and Blood, uh, the Dusk Till Dawn booster set was announced. Uh, it's a huge milestone with their with it being their 10th booster set released since the game launched in October of 2019. Uh, it's the first time that they're bringing back a living legend hero uh, with Prism. We've got a couple new variations. Uh, they are set for their card preview season uh, for a weekend, uh, Friday, June 30th through Sunday, July 2nd. And then the War of the Monarch pre-release events will be in stores uh, from July 7th through the 9th. And then the game will actually launch on Friday, July 14th. So still a little ways out, but pretty neat that they've kind of uh, put that info out like well ahead of time, announced some stuff and kind of started getting that hype going uh, with some dates that everyone can look forward to. Uh, and then for Marvel Snap, they've been doing some kind of like weekly updates. Uh, this uh, this week's was May 11th, their OTA weekly patch, uh, which is over the air, I, I think is what they're, they're actually referring to. I did not realize 
honestly, I had to look. I was like, what is OTA? I had to look it up. <laughs> uh, and it can mean a, a multiple different things, apparently. But Marvel Snap is referring to this as over the air. Uh, so May 11th, over the air weekly patch uh, released with changes to Drax, Rockslide, Enchantress, and Venom. Plus, they also did reduce uh, the appearance rate for seven locations. Um, they mentioned that with how many locations they're having in the game now, because they keep, you know, adding more, uh, they kind of want that, that feel of the variety um, to make sure that it's still there. So they don't want some of the locations to appear like all the time and then, <laughs> you know, not see some of the other ones because they're getting so many. So uh, they put that in. Um, we'll have the links for those, but I believe that there's also... Uh, these weekly patches are also in addition, like they're testing it out to see how it goes and kind of the community feedback uh, over the whole month. But these are in addition to like their monthly patch. So that's a lot of changes uh, that, that's happening. <laughs> like There's a yeah, lot going playing, on. I've played a decent amount of Marvel, Marvel Snap in my off time. And uh, I haven't paid attention to like any of the the news, and just randomly I'll get like surprised when I see a because they don't do like the Hearthstone thing where when you log into the game client it pops up these cards have changed. No, just you need to have already known about them, or you're not gonna have any idea. So like. Oh. Hmm. One of the other times, it was like they changed Arrow a while back, and I played Arrow, and it didn't do what I expected it to do. And I was like, what the hell? And I like had to read the card. And it happened again with like a different card that got nerfed, and I played it, and I'm like, why is this not working? And then I oh, no. read that card, and I'm like, oh, they changed that too. And then like uh, just, I think, a couple days ago, an opponent played uh enchantress against me i think and i was like wait that looks looks different than it used to does that does that have more attack i was like when did that <laughs> like just it, it's kind of funny if you're not like totally plugged in to um keeping track of the news or like looking at the news when you're in there you'll just uh occasionally organically discover that hey this card isn't exactly the same as what you remember it being uh but overall, I mean, it doesn't have, like, a huge impact on gameplay um, experience just because the games are pretty quick. So, And it's not like there's a whole lot of stakes in, like, a single game. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I should probably know that going forward, and then you're fine. But kind of a oh. funny thing. That, that would be, depending on the card or the, uh, I guess... Some of the cards, if that's, like, important to your deck, I don't know. I feel like that could be a very jarring experience. Just, yes. like, randomly logging in. Yeah. Trying, okay, let's just play. And then being like, uh, well, now I can't even, like, play this card. Or, like, this like, deck doesn't oh, my, work the same now. My deck's bad mm -hmm. now. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. All right. Well, that's uh, that's all I've got this week for news. I guess I could mention... uh. For MTG and MTGA, the, uh, oh gosh, uh, March of the Machine just uh, launched this week as well. So that is live and you can now be playing that. So we're good to go. That is nice. all the news that I have. Uh, what do you got for competitive and organized play? All right. Well, in competitive and organized play, 
Magic had a pro tour this last weekend. And um, tell me again how to pronounce his last name, Nathan... Stoyer. Stoyer, okay. I thought it was Stoyer. Uh, Nathan Stoyer won the Pro Tour this last weekend for Magic the Gathering. So pretty impressive performance. And um, and in uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! news, we've got the next Yu-Gi-Oh! Championship Series event taking place in Cancun. That's September 16th through 17th. You still have plenty of time to prepare and make it for that one. Uh, in Legends of Runeterra, competitive and organized play, You've got the Runeterra Open Worlds Qualifier this weekend. Day 2 coverage on Twitch and YouTube with broadcasts for Asia-Pacific, EMEA, and Americas. Uh, Not a whole lot of other things right now in the competitive scene, um, but we're, we're kind of in the... The cycle where it, it sort of dies down a little bit at this point, especially with some uh, finalists just coming through. And uh, we'll be looking forward to some competitive and organized play results in the near future. You know how sad I was for Hearthstone, I guess. I was typing in and looking at that. I'm like, oh, I remember when Hearthstone had the regional broadcasts and yeah. casters. and Oh, man. <laughs> Oh. Remember when the oh. Master Stores had like 400 something players in them instead of 16? Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I mean, I'm hyped for the Runeterra and you know that they've I, I mean they've really uh kicked up their competitive stuff a lot. So this year, you know, huge competitive changes to their system and and everything that they're doing over there. So Exciting to see that, uh, and I will be trying to check out the day two of that. Uh, the kind of weird thing is that, so with this weekend, with, with that being this weekend, right, the day two is on Sunday, which also happens to be Mother's Day. <laughs> uh, uh. So I'm like, mm, I want to watch that stuff, but also I might have to try to just catch the VOD because I'm going to be spending the day with my mom. So <laughs> Priorities. That's yeah. good. But, uh, unless yeah. you could talk your mom into watching it, <laughs> but you, you know, know, probably I, wants to do other things on Mother's Day, you know, yeah, we're, we're probably, we're going to play some like board games and do some stuff like that. But, you know, I, I keep, I keep saying this, uh, and I think we mentioned it at one point, um, when it was, uh, Tachi and I, but at some point we will need to get my mom on the show because True. she, was a magic judge for a while you know she was com- she was a competitive player she played at some pro tours uh, and some like um i can't remember what regional events or i'm not sure what they what they were called exactly um she owned you know she owned a, a card game store and all that stuff so we're gonna have to have her on at some point true um, pretty awesome resume she's got there uh, i don't know do you have enough of it in with this with this potential guest though i hmm, <laughs> you know i i might have to work work a little charm but i think i can right. i think i can pull it off <laughs> all right fingers okay. crossed yeah <laughs> i'll uh maybe i'll bribe her with coffee we she her and i are a lot alike so you know if I just say, hey, I'll, I'll buy you some coffee if you come on the show. 
I mean, nice. she'd be like, okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll have to yeah. do that at some point. We're looking forward to that episode. Yes. Oh. But yeah, anyways, that's, sorry, my roundabout way of saying sad that there's no, like, multiple regional broadcasts for Hearthstone now. But yay for Runeterra! Yeah. <laughs> Hooray for Runeterra. Yep, we'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, as we are, you know, talking about things Hearthstone, which we, we often circle back to, it, it is um, almost exclusively the game that I play. Uh, although, uh, at least Dragon Rider, you have a, a broader, you know, sphere of engagement with other card games. Hearthstone takes up a more time of mine than it probably should, but it did inspire uh, today's topic of the week as well, where we want to talk about rewards and in-game events. Uh, and you know, this kind of came about because we were thinking about all the all the different things associated with heroic brawl that is going to be coming out on the 17th i believe you said that right the 17th yep yes may 17th so in just about five days heroic brawlizium is coming back and this is something we often see uh hearthstone do just before a mini set comes out and of course, there is a, a specific reason for that. Um, but it is pretty exciting to also look at some of the uh, very incredible looking rewards for, uh, you know, the better you perform. And I believe that this is one of the first times, maybe the first time that we've ever seen a reward specific like a hero skin a cosmetic specific to a particular performance in heroic brawlizium and that is the crimson knight psi hero skin is something that you can only get if you win 12 games in a heroic tavern brawl and the population of players that reach 12 wins is quite small so this will be uh i would have to say this would be the most exclusive hero skin in the game yeah so a little bit of background for those who might not be familiar with the heroic brawlicium for hearthstone uh what it is is it is a paid entry event uh it usually runs is it only a week long sometimes they might do it for two weeks but um, yeah, typically I think it's just a week. I think um, so, yeah. They're probably going to have the mini set come out right after it ends, I think. Um, there might have been a season before where maybe it was like two weeks long or longer than a week, but I think typically it's a week. Okay, yeah. So it is a paid entry. You can either use in-game gold, uh, 1,000 in-game gold, or you can pay, I believe it's $10. Right, so uh, ten U.S. dollars to enter. Uh, what you do is you will build a deck. It's constructed. Uh, it'll be standard, so standard format. You'll build your deck, and then you lock that deck in, uh, so that you cannot change cards during it. And then it is very similar uh, to the way an arena run works, essentially, where or the drafting for Hearthstone, where you have that deck locked in. 
you queue up that deck into other players, and then you start getting paired based on your number of wins. Uh, you basically, it you play until you either hit 12 wins, which is the maximum wins, or three losses, whichever one happens first. And then that's the end. Uh, there are prizes based on your win record. Um, and it, it varies all the way from like one pack. I think if you get like no no wins, you still get one pack. Uh, and then all the way up to if you get to 12 wins, you get like a... What is it? It's like... An, an, crazy uh, an amount enormous of yeah amount of uh, things so of packs <laughs> 50 you get 50 card packs you, you get 1100 dust and 1100 gold and the entry fee is 1000 gold so hitting 12 wins you also get is... like three golden legendaries as well oh yeah 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 <laughs> three golden legendary cards yeah just um <laughs> don't, know, don't just, forget about yeah. that that's yeah. also either a lot of potential <laughs> dust or a lot of shiny yeah uh, that you can show up but um it's a it's a very rewarding achievement to hit to that that 12 mark but crucially even if you get 11 wins, your gold reward is 480. Your dust reward is 480. You do get two golden legendaries and 16 card packs, so you definitely have a, a big reward for 11. But 12 uh, is dramatically uh, more of a substantial reward than 11 wins and 12 wins is the only win total that you can actually have your entry fee essentially reimbursed um, because the amount of gold you'd have to spend on that is a thousand uh, and only 12 wins gets you a thousand plus um, which just by its very nature means if you're playing heroic brawlizium be prepared to wind up with less gold than you had to begin with. Expecting 12 win runs is um, highly optimistic. We'll, we'll go with that. Yeah. So it's it's a very interesting thing. Uh, it's not... I would say most players don't even typically play in it um, because of that entry cost. Um, now, 1,000 gold is kind of hefty for the average player um you know to kind of put it in perspective uh buying one pack with gold is 100 gold so that is essentially 10 packs worth of gold uh or looking at like mini set you can buy mini sets usually with uh gold and those are 2000 gold so that is half of a mini set uh, right there and it can take a little but a little while for like I would say the average player to kind of build up that gold, um, especially if they are more of a free to play and don't usually spend a lot of money. They might spend that gold on actually getting packs and stuff to try to have cards to play, um, or they might not play as much. They might be you know kind of a little bit more casual, not like us who are playing you know eight, ten. 12 hours a day <laughs> sometimes, right? <laughs> uh, so they're probably not working through like the um, the gold on the reward track, you know, as quickly. Uh, so it might take right. them a bit longer to build up that gold. Um, there are things like this in quite a few card games, I would say, uh, especially the digital ones where there is 
events or different things uh, that are like an entry fee that might be, you know, different um, currencies, depending. Uh, But this is something that only comes around, you know, every several months. Uh, in some of the other card games that might be a little bit more consistent, they might have them, like you know, kind of buy-in type uh, events or tournament type things uh, on a more consistent, regular basis. Um, so for Hearthstone, this is it has started to become more consistent, but again, it only comes around every several months, maybe. Um, it is kind of regarded as something that typically. Only more like hardcore players will will play in or players who feel confident that they can do at least decently well. As Ron mentioned, it, it is pretty difficult to get that, you know, max 12 wins. Um, but there still are some people who really enjoy doing it. Um, I will say I am one of those people. I don't expect to get 12 wins. I have done it before. Um, but, you know, I if I get six or more like i'm pretty happy (laughs) um but well even even three um there Mm -hmm. is a reward for three which is nice um and Mm -hmm. also an exclusive hero skin but much more accessible of course than the the 12 win there's uh the new frostmonger sai death knight hero skin and if you've won three games in the upcoming heroic brawl and it's also across any number of runs so uh you know you don't even have to have a three win run you could have a one win run and a two win run and still get this skin um and that's kind of nice to have like a a lower level of um requirement to to still get a cosmetic there yeah yeah absolutely um for me, I really enjoy the Heroic Brawliseums. I, I have from the very start. Um, again, not that I expect that I'm going to be like the best or that I'm going to like get 12 wins or, you know, go 10 to 12 wins every single time. But uh, for me, it is the closest thing that Hearthstone has to an in-game competitive thing. Right? It's like the closest that we have to a competitive tournament mode um, in the game. Without having to like, oh, okay, I got to go make some bracket on some other website and then add somebody on my friends list and play against them. Like, um, and the rewards are all immediate in the game. Uh, So that's like, I love that uh, because it's something that I can choose to do. Again, the entry fee is pretty hefty for the average player. So a lot of people don't do it. Um, And then, you know, yeah, if you're, if you don't have a good collection or you're not, kind of at that higher level, maybe it's not something that that's uh, good for you. Um, so there's a couple of things that kind of have been brought up by the community in regards to this Heroic Brawl Seum and this, specifically the 12 win portrait. Um, because this is the first time that they've done this. Uh, some people are saying that as like a collector of like the portraits and, you know, the... Um, cosmetics uh that they do not like this uh because again they have to then pay to enter the sprawlseum they have to go all the way to 12 wins in one run and then they can get that 
and it's only a week long. So there's kind of a multiple, you know, things that are, are a hindrance for someone who is a collector. Uh, I feel like the amount of people who are collecting all of those is pretty small. Honestly, I would say that like overall, I would say people who are upset because they can't get this is still probably a pretty small portion of the, the player base. But I know a lot of people still want to be able to collect those things. So what do you think of just having this as like a a potential, you know, kind of skill-based type thing in the game? Uh, I think it's a really cool idea to have one specific exclusive thing based on how well you did. Um, would people be upset if they introduced a, a skin that came out if you hit rank one legend before? You know, it's it's a similar kind of concept. It's behind more of a paywall, obviously, because there's an entry fee and then you have to do well in, um, you know, 12 out of 14 games maximum, essentially. Uh, so you have to have an extremely high win rate and variance can hit really hard in a game like this, especially in a, a mode like this, uh, to where even really good deserving players might not wind up getting to that 12 win total uh, over multiple runs. But um, I, I mean, I personally don't really mind because it's just a cosmetic. Um and the population of players who were like, I need to have all of the cosmetics, uh, you know, at any cost, is is kind of very small. Um, but those are players that support the game immensely in, in a lot of ways. So it's, it's a tough debate to have on whether or not that should exist. Uh, although I do think that it's highly likely uh, that Hearthstone just later on will introduce this cosmetic that you can get for the 12 win brawl they'll probably let you buy it with gold in like you know six months or three months or something down the road and honestly i don't entirely get like some of the um obsession with uh like different cosmetics that you can have because yeah it looks really cool and fun to have uh for how long before you forget that you even have it and maybe don't even use it ever again sometimes because you have like one that you like more already or you might uh what's really cool with hearthstone is they do have like a favorites setting so you can cycle through different hero portraits uh on a class and it'll just randomly pick one of your favorites i really enjoy doing that but i already have you know enough in almost every class that it's not really important to me so I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted because I I like the idea of something that's very exclusive if you did really extremely well and something that is very hard to obtain. Hey, look, this is a reward I got specifically for doing something that's really hard to do. It's similar to the golden card back in some ways that you get for high-level finishes at official Blizzard events. Are com collectors complaining about that too? Hey, how come I can't get the golden card back? I'll pay you for it, you know? 
Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe there should be some things that can't be obtained by just money. Yeah. Um, one argument that I have heard for that is that uh, it's different with the card backs versus the hero portraits. Um, because I guess kind of the feeling that I've seen from some people is that the hero portraits have pretty much all been things that you can obtain without having that whereas the card backs they already had um or this is like i've I've seen some people saying well this is the first uh hero skin that you can't just get in the shop uh but also i'm like thinking back to taronda skin or you know like that first lady liadrin skin that you had to go play world of warcraft to get oh yeah um yeah, so like I don't feel like I understand that thinking because I th- I think people have forgotten that there are skins that you obtained somehow else besides just paying for it in the shop. Um and the way that Hearthstone and honestly a lot of these games have kind of this mix of how you obtain stuff, I'm not surprised that they that they put this in. I I'm kind of surprised honestly that there was a skin like this that it took this long. I guess to put in something right. like this. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, because I, I just I kind of felt like that's the road that they're on. So like I'm not surprised one bit at a, at it. Um, I will say though, like I think people would be less upset um, if there were something like this. Like if they said, okay, uh, you get this if you're whatever. You even say like top fifty or top twenty legend. If you if you finish you know top twenty legends in a season you get a, a you know skin or something, right? Um, because to me it's that's more accessible in a way, right? Okay, <laughs> I'm not someone who can go and get. I I don't think I will ever be able to get rank twenty legend, um, but maybe I have a chance at this brawl Uh But the thing is, is again we we said. There's the buy-in fee, and it's a very limited time. Right. So because of both of those and then the skill factor, it just feels like there's a lot of layers to it, which I don't think is good. Right. If it's you do a, something... It's a double barrier. Um, yeah, exactly. It. It's not you know, just, you know, the, the skill and the time, but it's also yeah. the actual monetary investment or in-game yeah. currency investment, at least. I mean, you could... You could put in $20, let's say, if you just, okay, 20 bucks, you bought, I don't know, whatever. Or even if you said 50 bucks, let's say 50 bucks, you bought like one of the pre-order things, you disenchant a bunch of stuff, you're kind of free to play, you spent the 50 bucks, and you just try to build as best of a meta deck as you can, and you're really good at card games, you can climb, you can hit Legend whatever with with that deck okay and as you move through the reward track you can buy your card packs you can do that kind of stuff and even if it takes you two months let's say to get that you could do it but again yeah this is limited to a one-week thing you have to do the buy-in um i'm kind of also thinking uh there have been some really special rewards for doing well in some of the uh solo content right 
Uh-huh. Like card backs and special stuff. Um, I know a lot of people worked really, really hard on like beating the Lich King and going through that with all of the classes to be able to get that exclusive stuff. But that's accessible all the time. Um, for me, if they just may, I mean, I also like Heroic Brawlicium. So <laughs> there might be a little bias here. But if Heroic Brawlicium were just like a permanent mode, that you could go in at any time and try to get that. I feel like that would alleviate at least some of the like feelings there, right? That, okay, it's not, you know, it's not like I have to go this week and oh crap, work is super busy. And now I'm going to have to try to force myself to do this in the middle of stressful time at work or, you know, Nope. Well, no family time for this week because I need to grind for this, you know, hero yeah. portrait. Like, you know, but or I they mean, just, you, you know, know where so. where your priorities at that point? Like, realistically, like it's literally it's just a uh, one little cosmetic in the sure. game. But you, you know, know, again, there are people who like they really want those cosmetics, and I just I feel like the the time limit is the huge thing here. Whereas everything else. You know, the solo content stuff, like I said, or even you could probably still even go get that Liadrin thing. I don't know if that was a limited time. But like, yeah, I have no idea. You know, because I also remember that that was something that was um, upsetting with the Taronda skin for a lot of people. It was like it was a it was only like a two week promo thing. And then it was only for people in like the United States or, or something. So then people in Europe were like, well, that sucks because now I can't get that. And it was like this huge thing. So I just, I think trying to, I, I like that it's still an exclusive thing because you still have to do well. But I think if it were just slightly more accessible to more people in terms of like the time length or, or something like that, then I think there would be a little bit less frustration about it. On the other hand, though, the exclusivity of it, the difficulty of obtaining it, is part of its appeal at the same time. Um, you know, more people might want to play the Heroic Brawl because they could be one of the people. Hey, you remember that one time they did this Heroic Brawl and you had to get 12 wins? I'm one of the few people who got it, and that's why I'm using this skin in this game. And you don't have it because you didn't do that. Um you know, that's yeah. like an achievement that someone can hold up as uh, evidence that, you know, they they did something really impressive in the game and uh, that that has a lot of value for people. So uh, overall, I do really like it. Um, I like the idea, the concept of having that. And it's not like a card, you know. It's not like something that's actually going to impact the gameplay in any way. It's literally just how one of the classes that you might choose to play out of 11 uh, looks if you choose to select that specific skin. Um, You mentioned uh, the possibility of, like, what if Heroic Brawl was around all the time? Uh, That, to me, like, that would be awesome. Um, Except for, you know, the the gold requirement um due to it being limited time more people play it so you don't have like really long queue times or something uh if they made it something similar to arena for an entry fee and rewards uh and just a mode that was around all the time i would think that that would be so cool just because 
what I love about Heroic Brawlizium is how it takes <clears throat> it takes all of my favorite parts from Arena, which is, you know, try to reach that 12-win run before you lose three times, and you get all these extra rewards in, you know, dust and packs and gold and whatnot. Um, but then it removes the thing that makes playing arena feel awful which is here's a random draft hope your cards aren't terrible um you know good luck with that like you get to actually make your own deck you choose all of the cards that go into that deck so it can be actually good and then you can play and uh test yourself against you know other people who are trying to do the same thing it's a really exciting fun event i always have a lot of fun in heroic brawlizium whenever like the event rolls around but it is something you just got to be really careful with when it comes to the gold that you're spending you run out of gold you can't play it anymore unless you want to spend real money start spending real money on something like this that has a very low chance of a significant you know return for what you're investing you know things things get dicey quick yeah yeah, it's uh, it's just kind of one of those interesting things where there definitely is appeal for the mode itself. Uh, there's appeal for this reward, as you mentioned, that kind of that prestige. Um, I think a comparison here could even be that legend card back. Um, for a while, oh, yeah. especially kind of early on, right? Everyone was like, oh man, that person has the legend card back. They're so good. You know, like <laughs> that's awesome. Um, now it's kind of just like, okay, it's a legend card back. Who cares? Um, it's also super boring looking, the legend card back. That's like, I yeah. never use it because it just, it looks so boring. So that, that was going to be my next yeah, point too. Is yeah. Like, honestly, I don't think that this skin is all that, like, it doesn't look that great to me. Yeah, just it's like, just eh, like, eh, it's, it's just okay. kind of average, right? Like, like, how often would you use it? Like, I mean, yeah. it's kind of cool, right? So you would but... use it just for the, like, I got this yeah, kind exactly. of exclusive thing. That it's it's a prestige skin. It's not yeah. actually like, oh wow, look at how incredible this skin looks, you know. Exactly, exactly. And and I think there have been things like that in even in Hearthstone before. Um yeah, we have uh Math Magical ma uh, mentioning again that yeah, the Arthas skin from doing the solo content, right? Uh, use that a bunch. And then they came out with Finley. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, this one's cooler. I'm going to use this now. Um, <laughs> right. and, and that legend card back. Like, again, for a while, it was like this prestige type of thing. Uh, and I think even the Golden Celebration card back was like that for a little while. Um, and that one is even more prestigious now for sure than the legend card back um but i think as a lot of us have played and you know kind of see that you see it on maybe people's streams at this point it's like eh, okay it's kind of losing the appeal a little bit um you know just over time uh yeah. and, I, and i'm sure this will kind of probably be the same too but yeah it's not some like super like oh this is amazing and everybody wants it it's just kind of like yeah it's just kind of like an average portrait. Um, so I think it's totally fine to have things like this. And I think there have been things like this in Hearthstone anyways. Uh, not even to mention other games. But I think a lot of card games, again, especially the digital card games, have things like this. Um, 
And it's really just, I think, about balancing all of those pieces that we talked about, right? Like the kind of balancing the prestige of it versus like the time versus the money cost versus, you know, all those different pieces uh, where how prestigious do you want to make it? How, you know, affordable or not um, do you want it to be a time investment for people like the solo content where it just probably takes you a while to just sink a bunch of time in to beat Arth- uh, beat the Lich King with all of the different classes or is it more of like a money thing like this I would say is probably more money and then some skill on top of that as well uh, but right. where you know how do you balance all of those different aspects um, but in terms of the the like amount and the buy-in Again, a lot of other card games have this as well. Uh, there are very similar things always happening in like MTGA. Uh, they always have these kind of events, um, buy-in type things. Also kind of with the, you know, play until you get three losses. And there's different like rewards along the way. Um, seen that. I think uh, Eternal has like a monthly thing where you buy in every month and each week you get like packs that you open and you build decks based on that you play and there's like rewards again along the way and uh, based on how well you do. Um, so I-, I would definitely say like a lot of these other card games also have these types of things. Um, I think this is kind of the first time where Hearthstone has done something like this together in terms of, again, all those pieces. Right. Um so, I don't know. It's, I feel like I saw a lot of negativity, at least at first, uh, related to it. But we've talked about this before as well in terms of, like, potential patches or, you know, what's what's happening. Uh, there's also just that perception from the community, right? That that's another piece. What does the community perceive to be something that, is it valuable for them? Um, and of course, when you get a variety of players, right? Like we said, this is probably not something that just like the average person is going to want to do or work for. But some people really love Heroic Brawl. Yeah. Well, I think there's a lot of people that just play like one, you know, because, um, okay, sure. You know, I'll throw away a thousand gold and hope that I get you know something like a really good run and I'll, I'll do my best to succeed in it and you know there's there's a chance that you could hit that 12 win and get like some really cool awesome reward and that's gonna have a lot of appeal for people um but also just the three win one you get an additional skin regardless and there's a chance to get some decent rewards out of that um as far as like the type of people that are playing multiple heroic brawls it's usually a a bit of a different segment of the hearthstone population than the ones that might be like yeah i'll throw down for one um and just give it a try and i don't know overall like if if there's achievement hunters and collection hunters like those are there's kind of the the type that you often you know, they, they have a bit more time or disposable income. And I'm in favor of, like, you know, if you really want a cosmetic uh, and, you know, there's, you know, some challenges to unlock it that involve, like, paying real money for it, like, 
don't know. I I'm really glad that the card game that I want to play helps fund itself with things that are not essential to the game. Like it doesn't matter if you have a cosmetic in any way when it comes to gameplay. It's strictly just like your own desire to have shinier things in your in your collection. Uh you know, so uh, by all means, please make sure that your game is profitable by charging for things that aren't significant to gameplay. That's that's the way I want the game to be funded. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh I think that they have definitely been doing that. Uh more, you know, more so uh, in the last year, I would say, than they were before. Um, yeah, it was very much, again, like all of the card games kind of do that. <laughs> Magic the Gathering, you have like yep. a whole shop filled with uh, the card sleeves and then gems that, you, you know, you can go in and buy the gems, which I guess for Hearthstone now would be equivalent of like runestones. Um, so it, it's, again, like this is nothing new. I think a lot of this stuff is just kind of every time I see this, I'm like, yeah, but this, these other games have already been doing this for like three years. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, it's just when something is new to a game or new to a community, that's when you kind of see like, Oh, this pop up, uh, which that's another reason why it's so interesting being kind of at least dabbling in multiple communities and multiple games like this because I, I see the you know the progression i'm like okay here here's something introduced in in magic oh okay here it is now something very similar in hearthstone then down the road up oh, okay look now it's in you yep. know rune terror or whatever and then it's like okay oh there's that reaction oh next time up oh, there's that same reaction <laughs> next card game up oh, there's that same reaction again yeah. yep yeah. yep yep okay i've been through this before um but yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for this Brawl Seam overall. Um and I just think a lot of these in-game events and stuff are are really cool. Um they've been doing other you know, the in-game events that they're actually calling like events themselves, um, that are much more easy to achieve. Uh they usually have what, like three rewards or something like a pack, a little card, you know. Uh, like one of the most recent ones they had, what it was like a card pack, and then you got a uh, a signature version of a card, and right. then you know maybe maybe a skin or something too. Um, so they've had those, um, but those are very very accessible usually. Um, I know I just worked through as much as I could. Uh, I think I got almost halfway through it, but uh, I did end up paying for that as well. Um, in Legends of Runeterra. They had the Dragon Mancer event uh, that lasted for several weeks, and that had its own like reward track. Um, there were some free things along the way, but then you know you could buy the pass or whatever and get additional things as you worked right. through that. Um, so I don't know. I think this is it's kind of just on par and in line with all those other things that a lot of the card games are doing. Um, the other thing I don't know if you wanted to mention was the timing of this, how they kind of time the heroic brawls with um, upcoming mini sets. Yes. So that is very calculated. Absolutely. And um, players should very much be aware that um, one of the 
significant reasons, maybe the only reason for the timing of Heroic Brawl being what it is, is that, you know, it is specifically designed to extract maximum profit from the game for Blizzard and for what Hearthstone does. So uh, most players, a lot of players, if they're accumulating gold uh, over the course of their run playing Hearthstone and they they have some excess gold or, or they know anything about the expansion cycles and everything, it is a very smart, valuable thing to do most of the time, like probably the singular best value you can get for your gold is spending 2,000 gold on a mini set when it comes out. Um, and Heroic Brawl comes out um, typically lately now, whenever they introduce it, just barely before the mini set will be released. So it is intended for most players, because most players will not hit 12 win runs, to spend said gold and no longer have any gold reserves. Uh, because you've been playing Heroic Brawl and you've been trying to achieve that shiny reward and get those 12 wins and get the, the cool new Heroic skin and all these other things. Um, well, Heroic Brawl's over now. And uh, here we go, a couple days later. Hey, there's a new mini set out. You want to play with these new cards, right? Why don't you spend your gold for it? Oh, you don't have any gold? Oh, well, you can spend real money then. Uh, you know, so it's, it's a very, like, clever uh, design constructed to do that. And I get it. Like, the game needs to make a profit. But I, I think it's just something that all players really need to keep very much in the forefront of their minds before Heroic Brawl rolls around and that can be really frustrating in a way to people who are trying to be free to play hey there's this really cool game event and you can get some fun rewards out of it but also it's super risky uh with you know the amount of resources that you have to spend because if it doesn't go well all of a sudden you're either uh playing from behind because you don't have you can't afford the mini set uh, and the new cards that come out with that or you know you're just you're having to actually spend some money there um that's that's something i just as long as you go into it you know with wide open eyes and you understand what's happening uh with the timeline of things you can set responsible limits on yourself but uh something to be very very aware of yeah, um, I will note as well that one thing that I think slightly might maybe makes up for some of that is the fact that you can get those mini set cards from the expansion packs after the mini set comes out. True. Um, so, you know, even if you do end up, you know, maybe using all of your gold and you're like, oh, I don't want to pay $20 <laughs> for the full mini set to have that instant access to all of the mini set cards, which is what like 48 cards something around something there like that. um i, can't I think remember with, exactly, with death night now I yeah <laughs> i think you're close um then you can still open those in the expansion packs so especially if you maybe got the like pre-orders or or got some packs when the expansion came out you have a lot of those cards with the duplicate protection as well that they have added um especially with the commons and rares, right? You're going to be able to get those from the mini set 
pretty much instantly um, because those are the easiest to get. So if you've opened even a okay-ish amount, I would say even like, what, 60 packs probably for the expansion, you're probably going to have all the commons and probably pretty right. close to all the rares. Um, so you can open a couple of those packs and start getting the mini set cards pretty much right away. Um, maybe you're not really going to open epics or legendaries, especially if you didn't have all of them from the expansion already. But still a good chance to at least start getting some of those cards. So I, I do think that that's pretty neat. And if you, you know, there is even just one pack, even if you don't get any wins in the Brawliseum. That's not a good investment if you get no wins. <laughs> uh, of course, you know, a thousand gold and you get one pack. Uh, yeah. You would want to just go buy that one pack. <laughs> just a pack that costs 10 times what it normally would yeah. cost, you know. Um, uh, but it isn't too common but, to have zero win yeah. Brawliseum runs. That's... If you... If you have more than one zero win Brawliseum run, then you should maybe reassess your plans for playing Brawliseum. Yeah. But, you know, I, I do think that they're, they have made changes to just the way that, you know, earning cards and being able to get those from the packs and like that duplicate protection that I mentioned um, does kind of offset some of that, at least. So there still is a way to try to get some of those cards pretty easily, Absolutely. you know outside of that so if you're somebody who like hey i kind of want to do the brawliseum just because um you know if you don't need cards if you if you pitch in for the brawliseum you earn some packs um and you don't need the expansion cards right away and you are looking at that mini set that's going to be coming out soon after uh, we don't know. They haven't announced the mini sets um, or dates or anything, so we don't know like when exactly that's coming. But it does follow usually, yeah. You know, within a week or two. I if would you say, look after. at the pattern, it's highly likely that it would be, uh, you know, heroic brawl from the seventeenth to the twenty fourth, an announcement yeah. of mini set, uh, or mini set just getting released and available anywhere from like the twenty fifth to the thirty first. So mm -hmm. extremely likely before, um, yeah the end of the month we'll have a new mini set here and i'm expecting probably about two weeks from now ish is when we should see it mm -hmm. so you know if, if that's the pattern that's the case then you can maybe play the heroic brawl seam maybe you get a couple packs and again if you don't need those cards immediately uh, or you have an okay-ish amount of the expansion cards already then you can just hold those packs for a week or so and then you know, or two weeks if you play like early when the brawl scene first starts, I guess, <laughs> you know, just to cover that, you, you know, you might, you might have to do that because you got TCG con, uh, right during the, the time yeah. of the brawl. Uh, You're gonna... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I will probably time. play that first day when it comes yep. out. Um, you know, but then like, if, if you know, like, Hey, you want some of those, you know, you could save those packs too. wait till the mini set launches, then open those packs and they'll be in there. Uh, which is, which is great. Um, now I am curious as we start to like wind this down, will you be playing the heroic brawl CM Ron? And how much do you think that you will play in it? Absolutely. I'll be playing it. Um, I'll play one run on my, um, Asia server, uh, which is my free-to-play account, uh, or free-to-play server, I guess, because I, I kind of just pour everything into my main um, on Americas. 
and I'll do one run there and hope that it's good because I I think I have just enough gold reserves there to where I can manage like one run and even if it's bad be okay to still get the mini set um, when that rolls around and then on America's at least two runs maybe more um, I usually try not to overdo it on the Heroic Brawlizium, but I probably want to stream like one of the runs, you know, and and multiples just gets like a little little excessive with the amount of gold investment that's needed, unless I actually, you know, have a 12 win run early. For every 12 win run, I'll probably play it again, right? Because it it refunds your yeah. buy-in fee and you yeah. get a ton of extra rewards and it's like yeah okay i'll i'll go again until i don't have a 12 win run but realistically uh, 12 win runs are very rare and extremely difficult to do so probably maximum like three to four times uh, but it's a fun thing to do and it's a fun event yeah I will definitely, you? yeah, I will definitely be playing in it as well. Like, <laughs> like I said, I love the heroic brawlicium. I, I yeah. feel like it's, it is like the competitive, you know, tournament mode that we have. <laughs> like that's, yeah. that's it. So I'm like, okay, any chance I have yeah. to play like an actual kind of tournament in the game, I'm like, let me, let me do it. Um, I am almost at three thousand gold, so I will be doing three rounds. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'll make go. sure that I get the, I will just dump all my gold. Um, and then you're like, all right, fine. Cause... I guess I'll just buy the mini set. <laughs> no, I the, I think I out. have a majority of the expansion, so I'll just I'll just open the packs um, and oh, hey, get nice. the mini set because I think that I can actually do that pretty reasonably. So that is yeah, I'm that just is a clever that. idea um, and something that is that's worth mentioning if you are just saying hey i'm gonna you know spend as much gold as i have and play as many runs of the heroic brawlizium as possible don't open your packs probably yeah. a good plan yeah. just wait on opening all of the reward packs that you get from brawlizium if you're spending up all of your gold and wait until they're higher value packs to open when the mini set comes out if yes, um absolutely. you know that's your your angle so that's clever i like that Thanks. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I did pretty well in the last uh, Heroic Brawliseum. Uh I will say I played a ton of my favorite deck, uh, which, uh, Mech Paladin. <laughs> Hell yeah. Love me some Mech Paladin. And honestly, Mech Pally is actually still kind of solid. So I might just try to run that back this time, too. Um, just mech him. It'll so, be great. Yeah. <laughs> mech him up. Um, and... I did, I went like 6, 12, 6, 9, 3, something else. I don't know. But like, that's pretty solid, I think. that It was a pretty good... You had a 12-win uh, run in there. That's awesome. I did, yeah. And and it was pretty early. I think, like I said, it was like my second run or something. It was the first day that it came out. Of course, I posted about it. And then it was kind of funny because, you know those times when you're like, huh, is this is this an indication that I made it? Um, <laughs> so, uh, somebody ended up tagging me on Twitter. Uh, apparently somebody, after I had um, posted on Twitter about my run and stuff, uh, somebody tried taking my screenshot and then they like cropped some stuff. 
And then they oh like reposted it, trying to like say that they got twelve wins. <laughs> and then somebody was like, "Hmm, that looks exactly like uh, <laughs> Don's <laughs> post." Incredible. Like, hmm, yeah. I was like, "Oh, I made it! Look at that! Like, someone's literally taking my screenshot of my twelve win and uh, <laughs> posting the beautiful, it as theirs." You, you've now arrived. Yeah. Moment. <laughs> I was like, "Huh, all right." Um, yeah. So, you know, I, again, I'm not, like, expecting that I'm going to get 12 wins, but I will say at least I have done it before. Um, I think in the one, like, the, I guess, like, two Heroic Brawl CMs ago, uh, I got, like, a 10 or 11 win. Um, so, yeah, pe- people, like, still on stream today, they're like, oh, you have so many packs, because I have, like, 250 packs or 260 packs or something just, like, sitting in my <laughs> game that I haven't opened, because... A good chunk of those were from those Brawliseums where I just got a bunch of card packs and I was like, I literally don't need these cards. Uh, so nice. I had like no reason to do that. And I think I probably could get like somewhere between 60 and 80,000 dust if I did the Mastis Enchant, which I don't do either. Um, so like, I, I am not a player who really needs needs the cards or needs the dust or anything. So um I'm kind it's of, a, you know, just like... It's yeah. a Brian Kibler style of, of things. Dragons hoard things, right? So That's right, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need to open these. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, ah, like, you know, some people are like, I have to open a pack, like, as soon as I get it, and here I am just like, ah, look at all these, I don't know, like, I don't even know what these are anymore. Like, By the way, have you ever are. seen, um, have you ever seen Kibler's gold reserves on his stream? Like, how no. much gold he has? Uh, I no. Yeah, because his whole shtick is like the dragon army, and so he's always saying, like, well, dragons hoard gold. He has, I think, not once spent any gold ever in Hearthstone. Because, I mean, you know, he's oh he's got the money to just buy the things instead yeah. of spending gold. So <laughs> it's it's like well over 100,000 gold or something. I don't know if he hit 200k or something by this point, but just, you know, nine years of accumulating gold naturally over the course of the game and never spending any of it is pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, I spend my gold. Oh, sometimes yeah. I I might work the rest up of to us. Like, yeah, the rest yeah. of us spend our gold. <laughs> yeah, I, I might work myself up to like seven or eight thousand gold by the time an right. expansion comes out. But until the next heroic brawlizium comes around, yeah. right? And then yeah, you're but like, oh, now so- now I just kind of dump my gold into heroic brawlizium because again, like I'm not a player. Like I'm not doing it for the rewards. Um, mm. I I love streaming it. I think it's a really cool like content thing that you know other people. Yeah, it, it's kind of like some single player games, right? Like some people just, they're like, eh, I'm going to check out some streamers playing this new single player game that just came out, you know? Right. And then if it's great and I'm really interested, then I might go buy it. But if they're not, you know, going to buy it for themselves, they'll just watch somebody else play it and get the story or whatever. It's kind of the same thing here, right? Like, eh, they're not going to play in the Heroic Brawl CM, but they might enjoy watching people play the heroic brawl scene and see how well they can do um so i think it's some really cool content i love doing it especially the first like day or two um well it's like the big new thing i think it starts to lose its appeal a little bit towards the end of the week but the first two days i would say are yeah everyone's like oh cool cool let's like check this out Um, also the first two days are probably your best bet at having a better run because more players who yeah. have a lower potential of you know going further 
in Heroic Brawl are playing on like that first day when they have a little bit of gold available to do it. Um, mm-hmm. Day five yeah. or six of a Heroic Brawl is like full of all the people that have just been playing over and over. The difficulty yeah. level should increase quite a bit. You know, that's that's where the grinders come out and it's a lot tougher to succeed there, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree. Um, so yeah, I usually kind of do the first day or two. Um, we'll see if I spend all my gold and then can't do another run. <laughs> um, I won't put real money into it. I will say that I, I won't do that. Um, but I will spend as much gold as I have, uh, to, to be able to do that. Um, if I can somehow earn myself another thousand over the three runs, then I'll probably do a fourth one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I am looking forward to it. But yeah, for me, it's not, it, it's more, I guess, kind of relating it to the to the portrait. It's more of that prestige type thing, right? It's the content. It's I like doing it. It's a temporary, like, short-term thing that's very different. Um, even though it's probably still the same decks that I might play on ladder, there's that, like, it's not just, okay, one game, one game, one game. Okay. Right. You know, or when you're on ladder... Okay, cool. If I win this, I get a star. Yay. You know, it's like if you if you win, you're like, "Oh, okay, but like now I'm at 6 wins and yep. maybe this gets me like more gold or like maybe I well, get uh, you know, a legendary card or something at that." I mean, the they posted the exact rewards, which is really yeah. nice. I don't think they used to do that. So, you know exactly every time you get another win how much more it meant for you, which is yeah. kind of, I don't know, like that's that's, that's a thrilling element yeah. to me. It like, is. "Oh, I just went from 5 wins to six wins that means i now have 30 more dust and 30 more gold that i just earned but if i win again it's 30 more and then it's 30 yeah. more and then it's like 90 more and yeah. oh my god i'm almost at a golden legendary card you know all that yeah stuff. exactly yeah so that's that's you know another reason like why i like doing it is it's just kind of that that real exciting thing where i think for many of us you know if i'm not at that like higher top end legend Mm, okay like winning or losing doesn't really matter maybe like getting to legend right but like once i'm in legend or like okay playing a game and then the difference between or even on ladder right like or before legend the difference between diamond two one star and diamond two two stars no difference i mean well when you're working towards that goal it's a whole different thing it's like oh i really want to hit legend okay now i hit legend and then like the legend number you know if you're winning a game and going from you know rank 1350 to like 1270 or something you know it's like uh it's, it's like a an impossible end in sight to get to like rank one, you know, if you're trying to get all the way up there or if you're lower in the the ladder and you lose a game too. And you're like, okay, I went from rank 5,060 to 5,200 and something like that. It doesn't really matter much. Um, Even, even if you're like in the, the hundreds or close to top hundred, you know, going from 350 to 320 or 350 to 380 or something, there's not really that significant of an outcome. It's only really when you're up at the, like way at the top. Um, And when you are way at the top, you go from winning at rank three to staying at rank three and losing at rank three 
to staying at rank three, you yeah. know, because you're so many games deep on that. Uh, Heroic Brawlseum is definitely one of those things where you absolutely really feel every win and every loss so much more than you do in a typical Hearthstone game mode. Yeah, yeah. And you've invested that gold, so it's like, you know, or the real money if you if you put that in. So there's kind of that that higher stakes, um, yes. you know, a kind of appeal. So, yeah, it's, it's a really interesting thing. Um, I'm excited for it, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. I think a lot of the card games, again, as I've mentioned, especially those digital ones, have these kind of things. Um, this is kind of similar to just going and buying in at a, a local tournament, right? You know, paying mm-hmm. your, your 10 or 20 bucks at your local game store or yep. a, at a convention to buy in and you bring your one deck or you do a draft and you have your one deck and then you just play and see how it goes. Uh, so it's very, very similar. Um, so I don't know. It's for me, I'm like, yeah, this is it's kind of a, a normal... <laughs> Yeah. A normal thing for card games. Yeah, it's a fun time uh, in the in the cycle, though, when we get this to roll around. It's always like an exciting thing. And, and just something that we hope that all players uh, take a, a very like clear look at what it means for themselves, for their collections, for their plans, for what they want to do in the upcoming few weeks or so because of the type of investment that this would require if you want to participate um have your priorities in line first before you uh make your decisions or just be a total heathen like i am and dump (laughs) all your gold (laughs) or that you know join me (laughs) either either way one of those try to be responsible or throw caution to the wind but now you have uh hopefully some more information uh, that helps you make your decisions. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, whether you try only one heroic brawl CM uh, or you play a whole bunch, we would definitely like to hear from you as well. Let us know your results. You know, or if you got something cool, uh, if you if you're like, hey, I'm gonna just try this once, and even if you earn that three win portrait that Ron mentioned, be like, hey, I got this portrait. Like, awesome. Because I still think three wins in the Heroic Ralseum is is still pretty good with some of the competition level. Uh, I'll use the three win portrait for sure. I'll put it in the rotation. Yeah. So let us know. Um, Anything else for this topic before we close out? Uh, No, I think we covered it pretty well. Awesome. All right. Well... Thank you all for joining us this week. We always appreciate everybody hanging out, especially uh, the everyone hanging out in our live chats as well. Love to see the discussions going on as we go through the show. Uh, so thank you. Thank you. And, you know, if you or someone you know would be interested in joining us, please have them reach out to us uh, or you reach out. Uh, you can email us at tccgroundtable at protonmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at ctccgroundtable. Uh, you can also check out our top pinned tweet to get into our Discord. We would love to have you in the Discord as well. You know, jump in there, join in some discussions. Um, we had, I completely spaced to put it in this one, um, but we did have Heart and Scarf uh, reach out in our discord thank you thank you heart for doing that uh with an article 
about um, some like Pokemon cards and kind of a potential scandal and theft of a bunch of cards and how that kind of affected things. Uh, so definitely uh, we'll chat about that at some point. Um, but, you know, if there's stuff like that that you want to hear us talk about, please reach out to us. That would be amazing. Uh, so you could do that in the Discord. And uh, you can also check out our video versions. Uh, we have the YouTube version on my YouTube channel, Dragon Rider TCCG. I've also been streaming live, not only on YouTube, but on my Twitch channel as well, uh, Dragon Rider TCCG. Uh, so you can check us out there. And, you know, everywhere that uh, you listen to audio podcasts, we're there. Once I get them all uploaded, <laughs> we're still working on it. Uh, but definitely you can listen there as well. And, you know, if you are so inclined, you want to get some awesome gear, some awesome uh, accessories for your card games, uh, check out Inked Gaming. We are affiliated with them there. And, you know, any purchase that you make with our link directly supports us. So get yourself some sweet play mats or card uh, sleeves or something else with that link and help support us. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, now... Where can people find you, Ron, if they want to check out you individually? Uh, me individually, you can find me on Twitter at Ron underscore HS. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Ron Mexico HS. And every Monday through Friday for, uh, at um, 7 p.m. Eastern, you can find me streaming on Twitch at Ron Mexico HS. Uh, what about for you individually, Dragon Rider? Where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter, Donnie DK. That's D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K. And as I mentioned, Twitch and YouTube, Dragon Rider TCCG. And also, if you are interested in Hearthstone specifically, especially Standard, uh, you can also hear me chatting uh, with my other hosts for Standard Hearthstone on the Doctor 3 HS podcast. And that i think is going to do it for this week so again thank you everyone for tuning in thank you for listening and we will see you at the round table